What do you think is one of the biggest risk factors for going to hospital? Genes? Lifestyle? What about your relationship status? A new study shows you're more likely to be admitted to hospital if you are single and living alone. The research is published in uh, the Royal Australasian College of Physicians Internal Medicine Journal. Its lead author is Andrew Ridge and Andrew joins us on Breakfast. Welcome. Thanks, Patricia. Thanks for having me on. You looked at preventable hospitalisation. How much higher is the risk for singles? Uh, so this study looked at just uh, the preventable uh, hospitalisations, which is a, a specific group of admissions to hospital for conditions which could be managed in general practice or in the community in general. Uh, our study looked at um, quite a, a number of hospitalisations and we linked it with general practice data, which is um, quite a, a nice thing that we can do. So we can look at uh, individual patients' journey through their admission uh, and what we found was that uh, patients who were who were marked as single in the general practice data databases um, were almost two and a half times more likely to um, have a, a potentially preventable hospitalisation. Um, that's not the only factor which we found. People who are generally sicker, as you'd expect, people who use more health services in the community, uh, as you might expect again, were more likely to have these preventable hospitalisations. But it was really uh, the standout thing was um, people marked as uh, being single uh, were, were way more likely to, to have these types of admissions. Yeah, the study shows that singles in regional and rural areas are at particular risks. What are the, some of the factors there? Um, so rural and remote Australians in general have uh, much higher rates of these preventable hospitalisations. And by preventable hospitalisations, we mean things which yeah, it could be treated by uh, in the community, so without going to hospital, things like urinary tract infections, cellulitis, and especially the chronic diseases, things like asthma, heart failure, emphysema, COPD, uh, and diabetes complications. And these are things which are just becoming more and more prevalent in the Australian community. And they're certainly uh, much more prevalent. These types of emissions are certainly much more prevalent in rural and remote uh, Australia. So uh, it's almost double the rate compared to some metropolitan centres um, in, in rural areas. Uh, and what's behind it? Well, there's there's a kind of a, uh, a few theories, I guess. There's um, generally fewer services in rural and remote areas, few, fewer medical services. So GPs might be harder to get into, for example. Um, patients in rural and remote areas might not have the same financial resources to actually uh, to access a, a GP or access all the health services they need. Um, so that's one side of the equation. The other side of the equation is that people uh, in rural areas uh, might have health literacy differences, which uh, make them, uh, I guess, more vulnerable to uh, not getting the most out of the health system and not using it as effectively as, as other people might. So that was one big thing. What we found was um, with people who are single uh, or what we what we think is people who are single might not have those resources. Uh, they can't draw on other people's health literacy resources uh, because they have fewer social connections. Um, and so that sort of lack of um, social resources, if you like, uh, make people more vulnerable to, to go into hospital. Mm. It was a small study looking at admissions to the Royal Hobart Hospital. So what would be the situation in the rest of the country? Well, 
<clears throat> yeah, it was a it was a relatively small study, but um, we did find a pretty strong association, uh, and that's been backed up with other research. Um, other research has found that people who are socially isolated, um, people who are lonely, in fact, uh, have a similar risk of going to hospital unnecessarily as as people with other chronic health uh, conditions or health behaviours such as smoking. So. The rate um, that we found is sort of in line with other research. Um, Tasmania uh, and rural Tasmania has a higher rate of avoidable hospitalisations than the than the national average. So I think, if anything, um, our research shows that uh, the rate is high in Tasmania. It's associated with these things which aren't routinely uh, measured or con- considered in in big predictive. Uh, models. So a lot of larger, more uh, powerful models might look at area data. So they might look at the the postcode, they might look at the average income in that postcode, they might look at a, a, a like a statistical region like southern Tasmania and say there's so many doctors here, there's so many patients here, you know, the ratio is whatever it might be. Yeah, so so the, the fewer resources um, in in southern Tasmania is it's probably indicative that um, there there is a big problem, and it could be translated to other areas where there's uh, generally fewer resources. So um, I think it probably whether the magnitude's the same, it's going to apply to other regional and um, remote areas of Australia. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Really interesting study. No worries, thank you. Andrew Ridge and his article on preventable hospitalisation is published in the Royal Australasian College of Physicians Internal Medicine Journal. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app. Hi, podcasters. Just jumping back in with a special call out for the health report. Dr. Norman Swan, who, of course, you know from RN Brecky and, well, everywhere, hosts the health report with Tegan Taylor. And it's really worth hearing if you want to stay up to date with the latest in health and medical news. Search for it on the ABC Listen app.